But yeah, we can. Yeah. Are we on? Do you, yeah, are, do you oh, mind if I turn oh, off the music? Oh, oh. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, I can roll the windows now. It's out there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. we started. Oh, oh. Nope. We're on. going. We're going. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing this round back to this. Are you having a stroke? I, I might. <laughs> I might be. Oh, snap! We got our first email for a short story for our podcast. Wait, somebody wants us to read a short story? Yeah! Somebody listened to our podcast? Yeah! We're making it big! (laughs) Wow! That's awesome! Just as we started this episode 5. Yeah, it popped up more. Oh my gosh! So obviously, sir, you're listening. We ain't gonna say his name, because I don't know if he wants us to. No, but it it is a man. I assume. According, well, we got it. Just now. We got it. ER, the initials. Yep. <clears throat> we see you. And we will get to you. Yeah, we will definitely. You're the only one we have so far. You're the first. The first. That's really cool. I'm really happy. Oh, my God. People out there are listening. Whew, we are going to be bringing this energy. I'm stoked. Throughout the, That's awesome. these 44, 45 minutes. Man, so welcome. I'm your pen pal, uh, Egg. GG. GG, holding it down. Uh, GG, there's a lot of news. There's, it's not writing, but man, it's probably the second most we, important we, thing in like, our life. We like writing and reading, and that's a, what a lot of this podcast is about. But we also, <laughs> I am a um, cinemaphile. You know, yep. I love the movies. Mm-hmm. I love watching those movies. Right. For the writing and for the acting and for everything else. We should really think of a better name than cinephile. I, I, I didn't make the name. No, I know. But I feel like we, as a collective, should come but, up with But, I mean, with it's the term file means... Right. Like, but, like, because of pedophile... Right, yeah. I feel like today it has bad connotations. And it, no, cinephile doesn't. No, not... Just the file part, really. You ever watch the Goosebumps movie? The no. new one with Jack Black? No, I heard it's, it's good, It's actually though. really funny. But there's one scene where they're in the house, the cops are in there talking to them, and they heard a scream, so they all go in there, and it was, like... Um, his TV was really loud and a girl screamed and he's like I didn't know it was a crime to be an audiophile and the one cop she's a rookie she's like a what a what a file <laughs> she's like pulling for her gun it was great uh, anyway yeah we're writing and reading podcast, but we also like movies and TV shows and video games yeah speaking of video games E3 E3 is the big that's the big old the triple three triple threat <laughs> um, electronics Electricity. It's, it's still going on, correct? And eels. Yeah, I think so. Eels. Eels. I thought it was um, elderberries. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's the that's the unsung fourth E. Anyway, that. I think it's still going on. Yeah, I or believe whatever. so. Yeah. And I still think Nintendo won already. They won E3. Oh, my God. I'm they, telling you. They did the best possible thing they could do they with had, Super Smash Bros. Besides Super Smash Bros., they had a solid lineup, too. What else were, were they releasing? Well, you're like this... For the Switch, because you have a Switch mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Me too. What else are they releasing? <laughs> They're releasing Super Mario Party for the Switch. Yes, and it. you're a Mario Party fan. I am. Yeah. Um, they talked more about Octopath Traveler, which is a game I'm excited for. Nice. Where it's the JRPG with eight different characters and eight different stories, and so that'll be cool. Where, where does the Octopath? Where when do we? Are they all octopuses? It's Octopath Traveler. Right. Yeah. Octo as an eight, as in there's. Uh-huh. Eight of them. Yeah. That's why it's Octo. And the path, eight different paths. Right. And you're traveling them. Uh, is it in the shape of an octopus? Octo is eight. You're really pissing me off right now. 
<laughs> and he's got this grin <laughs> on his face. He gets his egg, gets his his face scratches up, and he gets his Cheshire cat grin. And he thinks he's so funny. And then sometimes when he laughs, he wheezes <laughs> a, a little bit. It's listen. I have these quirks, and sometimes you just gotta live with some of them. Anyway, Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Um, there's gonna be some do- downloadable content for uh, Xenoblade Chronicle Two, which I haven't played, but I heard it's a great game. A lot of people I know like it a lot. Hmm. So, um, you still didn't add me on Switch. As your friend. No, I'm sorry. I do need to add I need. You, I like uh, to have friends on Switch. So if any of you out there... We know someone's listening. <laughs> if you have one. the Switch... Um, I have to look up what my name is, but you can add me on the Switch. Yeah, please. I think it's just... I don't know. I'll have to look into it. I think it's your oh, Snapchat. No, oh, wait. I shouldn't number. say that part. It's a number. Oh, right. Yeah. So I'll have to give you a number. Yeah. We'll give you our number. We should have a Snapchat for the podcast. That could be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. So we'll, people could see what see behind our our veil yeah. into what we look like. Well, maybe not, or maybe not. And this would be a way to chat with us easier, right? We could just send pictures of our feet. Ew, or our knees. People have foot fetishes. What's the least sexual part of the body? The elbow. It would be the elbow or the knee, right? Maybe you're in for some cool. I would elbow hope because if like knees are sexy, you're in trouble because you always wear a knee. Like holy knee jeans, and yeah. your knees are always out. Jesus. And your elbows are always out. You're just a slut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a knee and elbow slut. You're right. Oh man, it was. You don't want pictures of his feet. He has hobbit feet. I do, and one has a scar on it from. Oh yeah, from when I kicked a nail that was in my yeah. wall. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was so excited. About what? There was a guy who was training at the same gym I was training of, out of for jujitsu. And he had made it to the UFC, so oh. I was watching him fight on TV, and he won his fight, and I was so excited, I went to, like, kick the back of my my couch, but my foot went higher than I meant to, and it kicked the wall, and right where I kicked, a nail was poking out. Oh. So I kicked the nail, and sounds I brought like, my foot down, and it was bl- gushing blood. Sounds like your house is a death trap. Anyway. It is if you're trying to kick the walls. The most exciting news from E3 for Nintendo would have to be Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yes. Um, for many yes. reasons. It's a Super Smash Bros. game. That's it. It's coming out this year. Yes. December 7th. Mm-hmm. GameStop has the release date tentatively, tentatively as... Tentacly? It was no... It's shut up. <laughs> it was November, but it's December, which is fine. Um, Ice Climbers are back. Yes. Everyone's Actually, everyone's back. back. The catch line is everybody is here. You got Pichu's back. You never played as Pichu. Mm-mm. Pichu is pretty much Pikachu, except he does damage to himself oh, great. when he uses electric attacks. Great. But he's cute. But <laughs> he's cute, guys. Wolf is back from Star Fox. I'm Apex. excited for that. Um, Snake mm-hmm. is back. The Ice Climbers I'm really excited about. Yep. I was, let me, I was watching the video for the Smash Bros. Ultimate release, and I was peeing, and I had the video up watching it while I peed and then the ice climbers came on screen and I yelled oh yes and then my mom became very concerned because she was in the house with me and she's like why are you in the bathroom yelling oh yes egg what did you tell her I said mom the ice climbers are back yeah what did you say she said I'm disappointed in you did she really say that no she's like oh cute honey she's like alright and then that was that you know, 
listen, sometimes you you love what you love, and you I love those that little boy and little girl and their giant hammers. Do you know their names? Nana. Nope, you got one right. That's actually more than I thought you'd get. And I don't remember the boy's name. I think it's Popo or Popo or PP or (laughs) (laughs) Mom. PP's back. Oh, who else is back? Toon Link, not Toon Link. Young Young Link Link is back. Um, the other thing I have—they brought back the Pokemon trainer. Mm -hmm. But that does that mean Charizard is not his own playable character anymore? Oh dang! How can everybody be back? I don't know. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Huh? Maybe? I guess. I don't know. Um, they could. They could just do that. And if you wanted the versatility of having like the other two. But I think the Charizard from Smash Four was different than the one that was in the Pokemon trainer. I thought he had a more broad moves. I could be wrong. Probably. So no, I think you're probably I actually right. like using Charizard once in a while. He's fun, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they added Ridley as a new character. I don't I know. I didn't see any footage on that. But oh, I, no? I keep hearing it. Yeah, no. There's a... Ridley from the Metroid. Right. Now, I hope they add more than just him. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to get picky here. <laughs> like, because we have all 64 that we've had before, which is the most... Ro- biggest roster ever. Yeah, Jesus. Biggest roster Jeez, ever. Jeez, Nintendo. And we got Ridley, who's new, so 65. But I want more! <laughs> we got the Inklings, more. but like I want more, more! More, more. Uh, will we never be satisfied? What? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, Nintendo. When will you learn? <laughs> when will you learn that your actions have consequences? Uh, let's just take a moment so that the people listening with headphones on um, get their hearing back. They should learn by now not to listen to us with headphones. Yeah, that's very true. We've... We're probably famous for blowing out speakers and man. But I want more. Like Crystal from Star Fox series mm-hmm. might be great. Mm-hmm. I think she was French. Ooh. Or maybe really? I just had the settings on French. But I remember <laughs> she was flying on the dinosaur dragon thing and she lost her staff. She's like, Mashko 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 Oh jeez. Yeah, no, it looks they did a lot of changes like Aesthetically, like, the guy said if you get a big hit one-on-one, it'll, like, slow-mo on the hit. When you yeah. knock someone off one-on-one, like, the score flashes on, on the screen. <laughs> it'll be yeah. exciting. Oh, man, I'm so excited. I hope they bring back some classic stages. Right. I hope they bring back every stage. That'd be great. That'd be redundant. I don't see that happening. Well, they brought back That'd every be... character. Yeah. And well, we want new stages, too. We want the old and the new. Right. New we Dark do, City from Odyssey. I want that to be a oh stage. Man. That'd be cool. We do appreciate everything you've done for us, Nintendo. As long oh. as the gameplay is good. I remember... They've really knocked it out. Um, the Polka Floats hmm. was a stage where you were just on floating Pokemon balloons <laughs> fighting. Oh, I think I, it was I, great. Think I remember that. Man, they're having a tournament with, like, top players... And Smash Bros. Ultimate soon. Yep. Really looking forward to that. Yeah. I think Mango's in it. Armada. Um, Salem, I think. These Egg, are pro, is Egg not in it? No. I did, folks at home, I did sign up for a Smash Bros. tournament uh, at a local college. And I got uh, defeated very easily. Um, went down right away. That wasn't on 4, though. Wasn't that Brawl? 
No, that was four. Oh. But no, it was with the controller. Yeah, it was with GameCube controller, and I was used to playing on DS. So that's my excuse for uh, for my poor uh, performance. That was when that one kid was like, do you guys have a Switch yet? And I was like, no, I'm going to get one. He's like, they've been out for a year. Like, yeah, okay. I'm <laughs> we, a poor college student. I get it. I have one now, sir. <laughs> Come at me now, bro. I bet you beat Sonic before he did. Oh, it only took like 10 hours to beat that game. Yeah. And that was because I took my time getting good level grades. I so far have about 35 hours invested in Odyssey. Nice. I beat, I'm going to get every power moon. Did you beat uh, the really hard level yet? The same. No checkpoints? I haven't done that yet, sir. I'm just asking. I'm not judging. I'm going in order. Okay. I finished the Sand Kingdom. Ooh. Which is a lot of power moons. 89. Damn. But I'm missing two coins. I'll have to find them. Anyway, we are a reading and writing podcast, so we should get into that. <laughs> you probably didn't know that from this... Uh... <laughs> this is their first time tuning in. <laughs> we talk about everything, but we do like reading and writing. Right, right, right. Um, um, first, I'll tell you about a thing that Ag and I are doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got these things. They're called story cubes. Mm-hmm. And what they are, they're Rory story cubes. It's dice. And each one, each set's a different color, and each dice has six different images on it pertaining to a theme. So there's 18 images per set. And, um, well, anyway, I bought the intergalactic set, which is like space and stuff. And Egg bought the, what was it? It was Enchanted. Um, Enchanted, yep. Fantasy elements. It's like like a pink set. Green, I think. No, mine's green. Yours is pink. Pinkish purple, yeah. And mine's greenish blue. Anyway, so what I did, I rolled three of these dice, and on the dice I got... You got Alien King. Alien King. Galaxy. Galaxy. Planet. Planet. So now A has to write a three-page short story involving those three elements. Like, they have to be included in the story. Right, yeah. And then I rolled three dice, and I rolled... A well. A well, a demon, and and a sad boy. A sad boy. And so now Gigi has to write a three-page short story using those elements. Which I did. You did. But I couldn't print it. And I should edit it. Right. So next podcast, we'll read each other's stories out loud. Yeah. And ER is too. Yeah, ER. Thank you. Um, I should have... I should have asked if he wanted his name read. Or I should have put that out there. Yeah. We have time. I can probably email him back. Uh, So yeah, look forward to that. Then, um... I'd like to, at the end of every month, I'd like to read uh, our short stories, our listener short stories. Um, so if you want your short story read on this podcast, uh, send us an email with a story to uh, sugarditch123 uh, at gmail.com and include what what you want to go by as your uh, like byline on the actual document. So I have the title, then by... If you want to go by a, uh, a pseudonym, yeah, then put that down. If you want to go by your full name, put that down, and we'll read it out loud to you and do a little workshop, it maybe in a very nice, non-judgmental way. This is a non-judging space. That's right. All right. We're now, both going to be English teachers, but we get paid to judge people's work. Then right here we don't. So no. it'll be nice. Not yet. Uh, Casper mattress. If you want to hit us up. Uh, what? Blue Apron? These are sponsors. Oh. 
Casper mattress is the best mattress. You don't do the commercial until they pay you. <laughs> don't promote anything. <laughs> what are you... <laughs> I feel neutral about Casper mattress. I never even heard of them until they pay us, and then I'll swear up and down. Right. Anyways, let's get into the, the mitty gritty grits. Uh, Doing a podcast here, and this guy's <laughs> honking his horn. That's this cow, the that's the sound his car makes when he shuts it off. Whatever. All right. Uh, today we wanted to talk about the book, "The Absolutely True Story of a Part-Time Indian," by oh. Dang. Why don't you research these things? Well, I it's re- by Sherman Alexi. That was it. Um. We both read this as part of a class. We should mention before we begin to the book itself that Sherman Alexi has had some controversial um, sexual harassment claims. If you want, brought against him. Well, because I don't want people to like, email us it's or true. come at us. Saying, we don't support what he did. No. We read the book as part of a class as these allegations are coming out. Actually. Yeah. And we're. We're going to try to separate his work from his personal life, but we do not in any way condone what he did. I don't know that he... I don't know that charges... I don't know if he's been charged with anything formally. I do know that when it came out, he didn't deny what these allegations were, so... Right. Do it that way. So that's our our PSA. You can take that and what we're going to say next for whatever you want. But it's a good book, and honestly, it's a book that's not talked about as much as I think it should be talked about. It came out in 2006, mm-hmm. and Sherman Lexley is a Native American writer. This book is based off of his life, but it's like set after he was a child, like set in modern time. But it's about Junior. Mm-hmm. It's this kid on the reservation, and it's very poor, and the school system sucks. So he ends up going to a white school, and right. it's two different cultures. Right. It's him, like... It's a cool... I thought it was very realistic, is what I appreciated about that. And I know I say that a lot on this podcast, but I think that books that don't mince words and don't... Like, it deals with problems of alcoholism on the reservation, which is a touchy subject. I get... But it does it in a way that's not stereotypical. I, I don't think it's offensive or making fun of Native Americans at all. It's talking about problem that, according to Sherman Alexi, exists and needs to be talked about. Right. And uh, it's funny, too. It's a really funny book. It's also dark. Mm-hmm. It takes a dark turn. And if it's an easy read. It's a young adult book actually yes it is easy read mm-hmm. I, I would say that aside from some sexually mature things that happen or that Junior talks about he likes in the to book, masturbate yeah and he he lets you know about it mm-hmm. he, he's not shy um I'd say that freshmen and sophomores could read this book and probably I enjoy think they it. do right um, you don't see I would... I read it in about an hour. Yeah. It's a really easy read. Breeze through it. And, like, we read this in college and still really liked it and still found things that we could pull from it. So, it's a book that I think is on 
part of me wants to say that it should be seen in more high school English classes and should be taught more in school, but part of me gets why it's not. Because it's... I don't know. It's hard. It's on the banned book list. Yeah, it's on the banned book list. So it's been challenged by schools and parents. As a as a student and as a reader and as someone who's going to be a teacher, I want to say let's get this book in schools. But as someone who who's probably going to be a future parent and who's probably going to have kids on his own of his own, I I kind of get it. I kind of get why you wouldn't want your kid to read this book. We had but, to have conversations with them. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. I thought it was a good book. Yeah. It's a great book. It's... It's it's heavy. It's got important stuff to say, but it's also funny. It's a great mix. Like, this would be a, a one of the perfect road trip books for me. Because... You're on a road trip. It's a little stressful. You want something to help you relax, but it's also got important stuff. Native American literature, I think, should be explored more. Yeah, absolutely. There's some excellent writers. Currently, the um, the state is doing a book read play club thing, and like the book that they've been focusing on this last six months is another book we read called The Roundhouse Ooh. by Louise um, Louise Erdick. Similar in parts to Diary, <laughs> Diary of a Wimpy Kid. No. <laughs> um, this is absolutely true Diary of a Part-Time Indian. It's much more serious. Mm-hmm. It's centers around a 13-year-old boy in 1988. Um, his mother was raped, doused in gasoline, and almost murdered on the reservation. Or kind of off of it. Right. Weird. Nobody really knows. So no one knows if the reservation police need to deal with it or if the state police need it. It's just really interesting. Right. So he takes justice in his old hands. I don't know. I recommend it. It's really heavy. Right. That book is much heavier. It focuses more on like... Um, very adult. Yeah, very adult laws that surround Native American. The, uh, the sexual harassment Native Americans But it's face. a phenomenal book. Oh, it's so good. This, both books are so great. Um... You can check out Sherman Alexi has published more short stories and also uh, other novels. Uh, the movie Smoke Signals uh, features a lot of his work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great perspective to get. And it's a great... The, the way that they tell stories, uh, or Native American writers typically tell stories, I apologize, is, is very unique and has a different spin than most Western storytelling does and the different it's another unique voice that I think it's overlooked a lot and really shouldn't so go check it out the diary of a absolutely true diary of a part time Indian diary of a wimpy Indian (laughs) yeah it really is oh man so yeah that's that's our that's our book um, hey, Gigi. Do I want to play a game? I was going to ask you how your day was going. You're going to ask me if I want to play a game. Yes, I'll play a game. What's All the right. game? Uh, today's game is Someone's at the Door. This is where uh, we give each other characters to uh, make our own, to f- play in the space, 
uh, I came up with a character for Gigi. Gigi has a character for me. <laughs> yeah, I do. Bouncing around in, I don't. in that pretty little hat. Oh. I tried to give you a warning ahead of time. I'm good at making up things on the fly. You really are. I tried to... You sh- warned me as I was driving to do this. Well, <laughs> sorry. That, listen, I told you I was behind in coming up with this. I'm going to drink the shampoo conditioner product. No, don't, don't, don't. No, no, no. It's It only makes you sexy on the outside, not the inside. No! <laughs> Stop just, it! Look at that. You broke the speaker. Uh-huh, I'm sorry, guys. He's trying to drink... I shouldn't say the brand because they're not sponsored yet. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever be. No. All right. So, do you want to go first or should I go I first? guess I'll go first because I don't have a character for you yet. Okay. Uh, today our characters are going to be teachers introducing themselves to their class on the first day of school. Okay. Uh, and you are a, a pro gamer who got this job only to spy on uh, a rival gamer who's been kicking your butt. This is like the book I'm, that I finished reading called Warcross, but I like it. Okay. Hi, class. I'm, Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Are you the We're... only one in this class? No, it's just a <laughs> jerk. <coughs> are you okay, mister? Yeah, yeah, I'm Mr. Um, Neville Longbottom. Mm, that name sounds familiar <laughs> somehow. And I am here to teach you today. I'm definitely not a pro video gamer spying on another video gamer. Well, oh, what game do you play? I don't. <laughs> I don't like video games at all. Oh, okay. And if I did play video games, I definitely wouldn't play Super Smash Brothers or Pokemon. Oh my god, I love... Ick! I love those games. Man, I could go on for... I'm actually... I don't mean to brag. Uh, I have won a variety of major tournaments. Uh... But, uh, you are a little jerk me. talking when everyone else. You shut up! I'm the teacher. Here, I'll kick you out of my classroom. I'm sorry, sir. You little twat bag. I do apologize. So I don't know what I'm supposed. This is yeah. What do I do now? Dang. I'm not a fan of this game. All right. Do you want to switch up the <laughs> setting? Sure. All right. Hold on. Probably just gonna cut all of that. No, we don't cut anything on this. Okay. We film for forty-three to forty-five minutes. Listen, and we keep the content. Sometimes you hit you hit dead ends and you hit snags, and that's just part of the process. That's part of the writing process. That's part <sighs> of the comedy process. And you just gotta roll with the. Punches. Don't you have two games this week? I do. Okay, let's try uh, that. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. The other game is a uh, reality check. Uh, so in this game, I. Got up a bunch of quotes and oh, dialogue. We've done this before. Yep, and Gigi has to guess uh, if what I'm talking about is from a reality show and is fact or is from a work of fiction. These are all books, I believe. But in the future, I may grab them from movies or TV shows. So, Gigi, are you ready to play? Sure. Reality check. All right. I know this game. This is a better game. Yep, thank you. First quote, I didn't want to like him back. I tried to be mean to him. I thought you were just mean. I like that about you. Is that a book? Yes, it is. It's Fangirl by Rainbow Rowell. Which I never read, but you've obsessed over. But it's not in your top ten. I'm not obsessed over it. I listened to it and read it on a road trip. And it's a it's a good book, Rainbow. You did a good job, Ms. Rowell. <clears throat> I don't know if that's how you're supposed to say it. Her name, sorry. 
Moving on. If you knew how to cook, maybe I would eat. What did you say? I said I'm gonna, I'm going to look for a snack to eat. That's what I thought you said. I don't know. Ooh. Is that a? I want to say book. Yeah. Yeah. It is a book. Okay. It's from a book called City of Bones by Cassandra Clare. Did you read that one? I did. I stopped reading this series about halfway through because my ship didn't didn't become canon. Ooh, are you I one of those? You one of those? I will go down with the ship. Well, I just didn't there will like be no white flag above my door. All right. I ready for this one. This one's tough. Take care of your underwears, man. Oh, take care of your underwears. I'm gonna F you, man. Well, that's from a reality show. Yeah, it is. It's from The Ultimate Fighter. I don't rem- I, I couldn't find the You told me about that. You showed me that clip. Did I? Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, it's from the season with Conor McGregor and Uriah Faber. I believe that was America versus Europe. Boom. Boom. Uh, can I ask you something personal? Six inches, but I tell everyone eight. Can I ask you something personal? Six inches, but I tell everyone eight. I know that. Is that from a reality show? It is not. What is it from? It's from the book Tales from the Madman Underground by John Barnes. Wow. Ooh, I got one wrong out of the last... (laughs) The second time I played this, the first time I got one wrong. If you're going to have that attitude, feel free to leave. Sorry. I'm sorry. James, you of all people, I thought, had integrity. That's from Big Brother. Yeah, it is. It's from Big Brother 7 All-Star. Yeah. Dang, I didn't know you'd be able to snatch that up so quickly. It's Big Brother. Well, yeah, but it's like... Next. All right. Ooh, Slugbug Red, no hitbacks. Oh, uh, It's an old one, too. Oh, it was an oldie. He got me good, <laughs> And guys. I didn't hit him that hard. I'm never going to be able to walk again. He hit me so hard in the arm. <laughs> wow. Tell me, how do they do it in Chi-Town? Who are you getting crazy with? Oh, with you. That's a reality show. Yeah, it is. It's from Big Brother 11, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jeff was involved in that. Je- yep, Jeff was the one from Chi-Town. Yeah. Mm. Great show. I remember. I do try to sh- sneak it in whenever we can. Not really, but I do sneak it into this game. So many good quotes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I have another another game we can play if you want. What is it? It's it's the game Movie Maker. It's where we come up with a genre, a <laughs> setting, protagonist, and antagonist, and we construct the most masterful movie, book, plot that we can. Really putting us to work. Do you want to do that one? Sure. All right. So, I came up with the setting and the protagonist, and now you will come up with the genre and the antagonist, and then from there we'll, okay. we'll work. So the setting is 1920 Chicago, okay. and our protagonist is a shy hot dog salesman named Jeff. Okay, and the antagonist is a down-on-her-luck um, saxophone player Ooh. named Scarlett, and the... Um, genre is teen comedy of the 1980s. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Alright. So, 1920 Chicago. Mob violence everywhere. Everywhere. It's all over the place. And in walks, Jeff walks into this nightclub. He's got a little hot dog stand. Like he has the hot dog stand with him? Yeah. Like he's wheeling it around? Yeah. 
It's a very big nightclub. Okay, and Scarlett, they're eating. They're eating their spaghetti. And Scarlett's there. Yeah, playing the saxophone. She's trying to play the saxophone, and Jeff is uh, in the corner. Hot dogs! <laughs> get, get the real hot dogs over here! And she's just like, "What the hell, dude?" Yeah, she's I'm like, trying, "Excuse me, I'm trying to play my saxophone." I'm trying to channel Kenny G here. Right. And they're all saying, uh, "Who's that?" Who's that? This is 1920. Right. This is the Raw 20s. Right. Scarlet turns out time traveler. Ooh, I like that twist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. She went back in time to learn from the best. Yes. Because Kenny G wasn't cutting it. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Yes. So then, this was her big break. Now Jeff ruined it by asking everybody in this club if they wanted hot dogs when they clearly had bowls of spaghetti out in front of them. Yes. Uh, so she tries to take out a hit. On Jeff, she gets the mob involved, and yes. the mob goes to kill him. But it's lunchtime, so I well I'll grab a hot dog first. Jeff's hot dogs are so gosh darn deadly good. Yeah, they can't bring themselves to kill him. No. Nope. And Scarlet's there. Yeah, playing away. She's just playing in they the. They fall in love. They fall in love. And then over that. she thinks I'm gonna do this myself now. But I gotta grab one of these hot dogs. And then dogs. at the end, they fall in love and they time travel back to the current time. But there's a glitch, and he ages as much as he would age. So oh, he's just a corpse no. by the time they land. Oh, but he's got one last fresh hot dog in his hand. Yes. And then mustard, it spells out, I love you. Yes, and she bites it and chokes it. <laughs> and that's the end. And that's the end of our... Of Hot Sacks. Hot Sacks. <laughs> the movie. Wiener Sacks? Wiener Sacks, yes. That was fun. Oh, man. That's one of my... I would... I would watch that all day. Oh. All day, all day, all day. All day, just on repeat. And then I would, I would, I would cry at the end, and then I would laugh as she choked to death. Oh, so sweet, so very, very sweet. We really turned, turned something into nothing there. We really did. I'm proud of us. What's next on the docket? Do you have an author spotlight for us, JJ? Um, sure. <laughs> I sure do. Uh, for those of you playing at home, uh, Gigi did in fact turn to me and look at me in utter horror for just a split second and then regained his composure, as he always does. Well, I have so many authors I can spotlight. Mm-hmm. Like... No, it's difficult to narrow it down to one. Just the one. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> we could go back to Star Mod E3 if you wanted. No. You the intro no, no, and the outro. No. All right, all right. You can always do an author spotlight. There's always enough time for an author spotlight. Right. So today, the author I would like to talk to is Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> is it Kurt Vonnegut? Yeah, me? but not like Kurt Vonnegut. Right now, I there's this girl in our class, in our creative oh, writing class. We're going into it. And she, well, her name was Zoe. Oh, we're saying Zoe names. Lou. I don't want to. I don't want to. Too late. This on I the said podcast. it. It's going. No. It's definitely in the movie. <laughs> it's in the movie. Anyway. She was this annoying girl, and she just like is a suck up and a liar. And we had to write down our favorite. We had to had do a, a face like a bowl. Yeah, we had you to, could eat soup out of her. If she looked up, you could eat soup out of her face. We had to like do an author spotlight, and she was so arrogant and cocky and a suck up that she listed down for her author because we had to do a report on him, like a presentation. She chose Kurt Vonnegut, which was. Um, not such a secret favorite author of The Professor. She loved Kurt Vonnegut, 
So Zoe goes up there and proceeds to butcher her presentation. Stop saying her name. Uh, Zoe, please. Zoe, 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 please Zoe, Zoe, stop. Zoe, Zoe. What if our professor listens to this? Well, then she'll know who we're talking about. Oh my god. Anyway, we're not even being shy so about Zoe it. goes up there because you know the girls are named Zoe. Well, go ahead. Anyway, she goes up there and she's like, "I did my all the cliff on again." All right, you... but here's the thing. She knew nothing about it. Knew nothing. She about had it. his major works mixed up. She n- clearly never read any of his books, and it just butchered the presentation. It wasn't great. That being said, I do think that I misspelled some some books that I put down for my favorite. Well, you author. did because that's not one of your favorite authors. You were flubbing. Ernest Hemingway. Yeah. But forgive you, sir. <laughs> Excuse uh, you. Anyway, sir. back to Kurt Vonnegut. He's an author. He's dead. His signature is really cool. It's shaped like his. It's like a, a self portrait when he signs his name mm-hmm. or signed his name. He wrote um, Cat's Cradle, which I read, which is a really messed up book. Is it? What's it, it about? Like, it's like a mind trip. I don't want to give it away, but like when you read it at the end, you're like, "What the hell did I just read?" Right. But it's great. And then Slaughterhouse Five, he wrote, which is a classic, and you know just his style of writing. He wrote during the 60s and 70s a lot. A lot of his novels came out then. It's a very scary time. A very scary, but also very unique time with the whole free love and the wars and everything. And it reflects in his work, and it's just really cool and really out there, and I really recommend Kurt Vonnegut. I've only read part of Slaughterhouse-Five, and I did read Cat's Cradle. I I haven't read any of his book. I think I read a synopsis about Slaughterhouse-Five. Yeah. It's not the same thing as reading the book. Oh. Yeah, I would Definitely get into, into Vonnegut. Yeah. I'd love to dive deep into Kurt. Oh. Get deep I, in. I, and I, you say Zoe's name and you freak out and you're talking about having sexual relations I with was the deceased. About, I want to get It was implied. Way. It was a double entendre. What's that mean? Double entendre? It's when you say something and it's got a oh. layer of meanings. One time I was at French class and I didn't know that menage a trois Is a threesome? was a threesome. I thought it was like let's eat at three no so I said that in my French class and my teacher was not happy with me did this really happen yes it really happened alright alright early in the year alright I just feel like I don't know why you can't trust me (laughs) once in a while you're just so naive sometimes it hurts (laughs) yeah I know (laughs) little little egg yeah I'm a little silly boy don't try to flirt with me because I won't get it he won't. I it's won't true. understand. Don't try. Just come out. Just come out and say it. It's okay. So, I watched this movie called Love Simon, mm-hmm. and it's based off of a book called um, Simon Sim- vs. the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Right. Um, written by Becky, and it's hard to pronounce her last name, so I will butcher it. But I apologize, Becky Albert Tolly. Right. Anyway. Is it Italian? Let me see it. <laughs> well, he's part <laughs> Italian, so he knows Becky all. Becky Albatali. Yeah, you did good. <laughs> wow, that one was slightly <laughs> racist. <laughs> First of all... Albatali. It's... Italian's not a race. It's an ethnicity. Second of all, I just tooted a little bit. Ew. I'm sorry. I, it's the going coffee. out the window. It's, we got some Starbucks frappes. Anyways. So, Anyway, it's about this 16, 7-year-old boy named Simon Spear, and he is secretly homosexual. Ooh. 
he doesn't, and then he falls in love with this guy who posts on like the school website, the Creek List or whatever, whatever about how he's gay, but he only uses the name Blue. So he's trying to figure out who it is, and he falls in love with Blue. He's trying to cope with being a homosexual, and I think you would watch this, and I think you would cry. Oh, why would I cry? Because you, it's a love story, and love stories make you sappy. Yeah, they do. We'll have the to watch last it. season of How I Met Your Mother was not good for me. We'll have to watch this at my house because if your parents caught you watching this, oh, it would not be. There's good. a same-sex kiss in there. Oh man! Multiple. Oh no! Anyway, it's a great movie, and it's got uh, Nick Robinson, who was in um, Jurassic World. Oh, was the he the old, he's older the old, brother? He does look. For, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And he then, did good in that. Yep. Um, and what's her name? Oh, I don't know her name, but she played the Hannah. Girl who was married to Ben Affleck. Oh, Kath. Jennifer Gardner. She's the mom, but uh, Catherine right Langford's in here. She's in that Thirteen Reasons Why show. Oh. And then there, that's Alexandra Ship. She played Storm in one of the X Men movies, so that was oh, cool. Dang. It's a really good. I want to read the book because the way the movie the movie was well written, it was funny. It got really good reviews. It wasn't. Um, like, it was a teen comedy. It was really good. It didn't take itself too seriously, but it was serious when it had to be. Good. So I would recommend that movie. Oh, cool. Yeah, before... I, I want to throw this quick quick out there. Before we get people hating on my parents, because they're not 100% down with homosexual relationships. They're not against it. They just don't know a lot about it. They don't know a lot about it. I like to make fun of Egg's parents for being these really these like really devout and like devout people that don't like things that are different. Yeah. And they're just really hardcore Republicans and I like to make fun of them for it. Right. They're great people. And they yeah. don't hate anybody. They would never if if they met a homosexual person who came out and said they're homosexual, they would never be rude to you. No. They would never hate you. They're just mis misinformed and, you know... From a different time. Yeah, we're Christian people and they don't interpret the word of God as I do. Yeah, so there you And go. we probably shouldn't get into this now with the three minutes left for the podcast, but that's just... Please do not say <laughs> that my parents suck. I didn't say they sucked. No, not oh, you. Oh, yeah, the, view, the Just listeners. Just like the listeners, because they are... Our listeners would never say that. You guys are great people. ER, you're the best. So next week, we're going to have two podcasts, a bonus episode. Well, I was probably just going to throw it in as, like, the last podcast of the month. Oh, no, it's in, it's going to have to come out before the show. It'll have to come out next week. Yeah, but why? I don't think it has to be a bonus episode. It's a bonus episode. Because we'll still have we're gonna do a regular podcast, okay? And we're gonna have the bonus episode, which is gonna be dedicated just to Big Brother because it's coming out in the U.S. at the end of the month. Right. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the short stories. No, that we can do it. Yeah, whatever. But we're doing a bonus episode on Big Brother. Right. Yep. And they're gonna announce the cast, and me and Egg are gonna write down our thoughts. Who we think it's gonna be a really like nice length podcast, and it's gonna be only about Big Brother. So if yeah. you don't want to listen to that one, you don't have to. But you should. It's a great you show really if you should. want to get into it. Yeah. So. so this has been your pen pals, Egg, and your your pen, <laughs> Gigi. Don't call him your pal, though he will be nice to you. I'm a nice person. The slightly distant, perhaps. You have to earn. You have to earn your love. All right, bye. Bye. Ah.